Talk linked, it's back with the number one co-host, uh, as voted by you, the viewers of America. I feel like I haven't been on TalkLink in like two and a half years. Well, that's because we haven't done it in like two and a half years. All right, let's get into but it. But then we started doing it again. Guess what we're talking about today, James? Uh, AI-generated art. See, this is why I love you on TalkLinked. You just want to cut right to the point. Yeah. Don't waste the viewer's time. I'll, Information density, let's go. I just want to know how you're doing. <laughs> the reason we're here is because a news story just came out today about a synthetic media artist, Jason Allen. I think this actually came out yesterday. But he won the Colorado State Fair Fine Arts Competition in the digital arts category. And good for him, you know? Those judges got to catch up. Yeah. Uh, wait, why? What do you mean? Because an AI generated his entry. Oh, well, that was the key That was the key detail that I hadn't gotten to yet. Yes. The reason he won was because he isn't actually an artist at all, arguably. He, he used a We both AI. did that head thing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he used an AI called Midjourney and used a special prompt that he will be publishing, quote-unquote, at a later date. Well, that's his whole process. That's yeah. his, his uh, 11 Herbs of Spices is that secret prompt. Right, exactly. What combination of text yielded this art piece? Yeah, so, so the whole story came about firstly because of this tweet that I'll click into. Um, that Someone was very upset about this, but apparently um, he goes by Sincarnate on, on Discord or whatever, and he talked about his his win here and uh he's like hey that's so great look at this i i used a, a personal project he's made using midjourney and uh yeah people are upset about it james is ai art art uh, first of all is it art and then we'll talk about whether you know you can take credit for it no oh, that's let's just start with the most philosophical and abstract question <laughs> like it, i guess the crux of any anyone who's squeamish to answer that with anything but a, a fast yes or no, uh, the that person was probably grappling with the the question of does art need to be generated by a human? Is really what it comes down to. Is it art? Uh, uh, I mean, well, it, in, in order to answer that question, you have to you have to ask what is art. Well, I think the the thing with art is the fuzziness of it, and when you're talking about a computer generating it, it seems more like a computation. This is an output. It's deterministic the machine will create this output every single time because it's a computer. Mm -hmm. But that's actually not true because these art generators, they output multiple different iterations every time you hit enter, right? So even with this same text prompt, you probably won't get this exact piece ever again. So in that sense, it still has that ephemeral quality of it and that fuzziness that making it art. See, I would argue that's a good point. Thank you. But I would argue that art has to have some sort of intentionality behind it because if it wasn't intended to be produced in a certain way then it may evoke feelings in it in the viewer or in in the ex person experiencing it you know whether it's whether it's an image or, or music or whatever it may evoke certain feelings but you go and watch a you go and look at a beautiful mountain and you feel something that doesn't make the mountain art so you're saying that uh so th there's an intentionality of the person creating the prompt. This is a collaborative, collaborative effort between the person th at the keyboard and the AI. Yes. And the person at the keyboard has an intention of what they want. That's why they, they create the string that they do in the way that they create it. Right. However, there is a distance there where I just have to roll the dice and see what the AI is going to output. Mm -hmm. Right. It just gives you a random... Like uh, here's a few things, yeah. And so I don't I don't control that. I can try to approximate it with my words, but 
but then with the, so then the, the the thing actually doing the generation of the art, the AI, it doesn't have intentionality. Well, its intention is to try to closely, you know, produce something that matches what you've said. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have a. It's not trying to make a statement. You know, it doesn't have. So this collaborative effort, the intentionality is kind of severed. So exactly. That's why you think it's not art. Yeah, I feel like you need to have. Well, so I, I think the the thing that just popped in my head was like a choose your own adventure story. Or like a multiple choice test. Let's go with choose your own adventure. Uh, an, an author has written out a number of possible branching paths for a story to take. I and mean, as you're reading this choose your own adventure, I'm, I'm thinking about the books, but like that's not really a thing anymore. Maybe, maybe it is. Let's say it's a Netflix. It's a Netflix. Uh, God, just keep, your, keep it as books. For love, God. Sure. It's one of these books that used to exist. Um, and if you, you, by reading through the book and then being like, hmm, these are the options presented to me by this person that actually generated something, and I'm going to choose this one, and okay, now you're going along this path, but that doesn't mean that you generated that story. You just put in an input. You're putting in some inputs to some system. The system is generating Right, but so this things. system just has myriad, just, in, just infinitely more yeah. inputs. And even more pr- problematically... Uh, the system is based on work that was actually originally created by real h- human artists. Well, that's a really interesting part of it. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to say, like, I'm not trying to be here being like this new technology that is, you know, uh, I'm not trying to hate on like new technology just because it's new. But I think that like, while it is exciting and while it is a very interesting technology that we should explore, I think that right now it's kind of like the Wild West where there isn't any regulation. People are still asking these questions. We're having a uh, talk link right now talking about it. Uh, so we need to have these conversations and then like break it down into, what does this mean for copyright? What does this mean for the future of artistry as like a career? Or even competitions. Or even competitions. Like, do you have to film yourself creating the art now and submit that as right. part of your competition which is what, package? Which is what one person on a on a Reddit thread suggested in, in, in response to this fact that this guy like won this art competition using AI art. And the key detail is that he did not... It's the, the details seem a little murky right now, but at least some of the judges have said that they didn't know it was AI art. And he has said himself that he's like, oh, what, I needed to let them know? That was in the Vice article, I believe, at the at the bottom. Um, I mean, I don't know anything about this person's intentions, but it's pretty obvious <laughs> that there wasn't the spirit of the competition. For, <laughs> you fucking exactly, idiot. exactly. <laughs> I mean, on. I can understand. This him. is almost like a form of performance art, like it's yeah. a stunt. Exactly, exactly. I can understand him saying, you know, I, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to bring attention to this. Yeah. I want to show what this tool Mid Journey can do. So I'm going to stealthily enter. Uh, with my AI art, and then when I win, I'm going to be like, "Haha! Look at this! I this was actually AI AI art." And now I've started a conversation, and now we're talking about this. But then I think what he should have done is be like, "Okay, but I didn't actually win." Give Here's it the, the second prize place. money. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because now you have these people who actually created art losing, and they're like, "I think that makes it way crappier. That <laughs> yes. makes it way stinkier." <laughs> of a situation because it's a stinky stinky because there are people who are outraged and they're and they're disappointed that the world's going this way and they're worried about the future and yeah. what this means for artists around the world and the volume of art that will be created uh, by humans going forward and it's kind of dystopian but it that that 
dystopian viewpoint is greatly enhanced by people being crappy like this. Exactly. Like, what do you mean? This is valid just like everyone else. Like, yeah. No, dude. <laughs> I think that like there, there, it happened. There's always this pushback against hard backlash, right? When something cool happens, like say blockchain technology, and people are like, okay, cool, we're building this technology in the early days. It's like, oh, this uh, enter is, the scammers, enter the scammers like, and the uh, pump and dumpers, and now the whole there, you know, there's all these scams out there, and there's a huge backlash of being like, cryptocurrency is evil and bad, and it should never be used, and it can only be used for as this pump and dump stuff. And then you have people being like, okay, wait, but remember in the early days there was this promise, and we could use it for that still, but the well is poisoned. Yeah, you know? and I think that's happening a little bit with AI art right it's now. It's going to be a way different outcome though, because the AI art is just it's much it's simpler it's more straightforward the the future is here now deal with it now mm. you know what i mean like uh, all graphic artists you're in trouble right within the next two years uh stock imagery sites you're in trouble yeah and this is going to upend industries and I change mean, laws for sure you know it, and and it's and it's moving super rapidly like this technology at the beginning of this year was super super rudimentary and it wasn't available and then OpenAI released dolly 2 uh, Google released their thing that I forget what it's called. I think Imogen, I think it's called. And now you go and there's lists of like the ten coolest. Uh, era. Well, like, it's getting even crazier because Dolly had some built-in kind of filters where you couldn't do, you can't do a human's face, right? right. You can't, you can't do pornography, right? Uh, whereas Stability AI, yeah, the, Stable Diffusion, yeah, mm-hmm. it is released open source it yep. has some filters that are enabled by default mm-hmm. to that's just so you don't type something in and get a result that's pornographic and you're like oh i didn't want that right uh, but you can disable this filter and you can you can create celebrity likenesses you can make like i've seen uh, a bunch of pictures of Charlize theron's face i knew it was her there was no label saying it was Charlize theron yeah. i could tell it's her in multiple styles and angles right uh and so it's what does this mean? Yeah, exactly. This is a, this <laughs> and 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 you oh. can run this on your desktop GPU. It's only mm-hmm. su- it supports Nvidia GPUs right now, but right. I don't have to rely on a cloud service for this. Yeah, I mean, like when Deepfakes first came out, people were like, "Oh my gosh, people are using their GPUs to like run these computations and do it at home." And that was one thing because if you didn't really have access to the hardware to like run those simulations over and over, uh, or run those computations, then you wouldn't be able to make deepfakes. But now all of these AI art generators are on the web. You can just go to a URL and put in a prompt and get images. And so this is a TechCrunch article talking about what we the the generator we were just mentioning, Stable Diffusion. Um, I think uh, it's it's in a program called Dream AI or something. I forget what it's called. Uh, but you know, people are using it to make porn of existing people and upload it to 4chan lovely site it's and it's just images <laughs> for now that's the difference yes. with deepfakes this is just images for now not video but it'll be video within two or three for years sure. for sure i mean yeah like there, there's there's deepfake videos and yeah that, that, i'm sure there'll be generators uh quite soon like have you watched like that really low quality animated children's content on youtube like not to throw oh, little yeah, baby yeah, bum yeah. under the bus but little baby bum is just it's nursery rhyme songs with just like pretty bad animation along right. with 3D animation along with it and kids love it my kid watched it for a year and a half straight every oh day all gosh. day like just love it um, in the future you could potentially just play the song and just have the animation generated and just put that onto your YouTube yeah. channel even less work and you can monetize that YouTube channel and get rich very easily I, yeah I don't doubt that, that that is the future I mean 
Uh, that's video stuff, uh, and we have to watch out for that coming. But, I mean, yeah, the still images are being used right now. This is an Atlantic article from earlier this month. I love the Atlantic. I, I do as well. You subscribe? No. Oh, you should. Uh, but I, when people send a link and it's an Atlantic link, I'm like, okay. Mm, a man of taste. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's in the article? Um, this, uh, you know, it's a, it's a regular article. No AI was uh, involved in the creation of the words, but that's, an, that's a mid-journey created image. Uh, it says, the prompt was Alex Jones inside an American office under fluorescent lights. Oh, it's a perfect use for that, yeah. And there goes a graphic designer's job. Right. right. So that is something that would be traditionally, I mean, yeah, this is like a perfect example. Like it's real world. This is yeah, a I, lost gig. I, I think graphic designers will continue to exist and I think they will use these tools. Mm. You know, when you're specking out a job, you're probably going to go, all right, well, here's five different things that I created in the last 10 minutes um, using one of these tools. Right. Uh, which one do you like? Right. You like this one? Okay, now I'll go and make a better version of that. Exactly. Because a lot of these things, when you zoom in, they're actually not that nice. So you might not use it for like your corporate logo or something like that. Although there are services which use AI to generate logos. You put in like your company name, some details about you, your industry, a style that you maybe want, and they will create an AI created logo for you. And I'm sh I, like, there are options and then I'm sure you can yeah, refine and it. Yeah, depending on that AI, like who has the copyright? Because with Dali, Dali retains the copyright to the images that you generate. Right. Which is weird, kind of. Dali, re Dali retains the Open copyright? Open AI does, yeah. Not you. See, but that's the thing is that like, should they have copyright at all? Because what is Dolly trained on? They're trained on all of these other artists that initially created the work. The whole internet, like it's just a general web scrape of paid content, like Shutterstock, you, you need to have a subscription and then they just take those billions of things and monetize it while putting Shutterstock out of business. Oh my God. <laughs> that's exactly. totally not fair. I think in the future, it could be possible that anyone who wants to uh, create one of these models using a corpus of imagery We'll have to license all that imagery mm -hmm. uh, to feed the model. But, like, how do you enforce that? Yeah. I mean, we need regulation, which is it, which is kind of... It's funny because this is, like, on the cutting edge of what's going on right now. And to even think about... To even think about how long it'll be before a bunch of old people in, you know, the U.S. Congress or Senate or elsewhere... Uh, start to like become familiar with this as a phenomenon and then craft legislation around it. It's gonna be a while. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. And that, what, well, it could happen. Yeah. It'll just be a couple years. Yeah, it's gonna be a rocky road. There's other legal aspects as well. Like you can create a artwork of a celebrity's face. Mm -hmm. You could sell a painting of uh, Morgan Freeman. And could I? Yes, but it's kind of like fair use. It's a gray. You have to make like an argument for it mm -hmm. a little bit. So, for example, if you if you created a work. Where the the work was completely just like like a photo like looked like a photo of Morgan Freeman, then uh, you probably have to get the permission to sell that. Mm -hmm. But if you created a work like an Andy Warhol style, where you've the work isn't just that it's his photo, it's not just his likeness that makes the work cool. It's that you stylized it, right? And it came from raw materials like paint. Uh, then <laughs> you don't even need to get this person's permission, especially if it just. A one-off, like you're you're making caricatures or something on the street on Vegas, like and s rather than making this one art piece, that I'm going to make a bazillion of and sell them all. Right. If you if you were doing that with a picture of Morgan Freeman's face, you'd probably run into some sort of yeah. Legal... It come, it's similar to fair use in that one of the pillars of it is does it materially impact that person's ability to monetize their likeness? Right. 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 If you make one painting of Morgan Freeman and sell it to one person. I mean, depending on how expensive it is, maybe Morgan Freeman would want would be like, "Hey, but here's wait a the second. question. Because now, 
you've got this thing that can create many thousands of images of Morgan Freeman, right. but it's only creating them. You made one and sold it. And that did, was inconsequential yeah. because Riley just sold one. So Morgan Freeman's not going to sell. And no one's, no one's Morgan pay- Freeman's not going to sue you. Yeah, no one's paying millions of dollars of art for my art. But what if millions of individuals each make their own Morgan Freeman thing? So it does materially impact his ability to monetize his likeness. Right. But there's no individual to attack because each individual only sold it once. So do you attack the open source? Well, honestly, that's kind of the question we're, we're faced with here because... Because these AI generators are mass producing now, now that a million people, millions of people have access to these online, they sign up for the wait list. There's, there's not even like the, like the big ones, the really good ones you have to sign up, like Dolly you had to register for and wait until you get access. Stable Diffusion. Well, same same thing, but they publicly released it now. Stable. Yeah. It's publicly released. There are, there's, there's tens of these, dozens of these more. Uh, online that you can just go to a URL and put it in. And you don't need to wait at all. So now there are millions of people potentially using these art, ge- art generators to generate countless works yeah. of art based on whatever. Yeah, original art pieces by human people. Yeah, that's I, the other thing because they're not coming from raw materials. Yeah, so it's exactly. not like your paint on the canvas. The materials are coming from these other presumably copyrighted. Yeah. often. I just had a. Works. I just. I just had a conversation with with David uh, prior to this about. Uh, you know whether this is uh, like plagiarism or not, and I'm like, well, okay, so it's not plagiarism because you're using these people's art as sort of like a training tool for AI to generate something new, right? So like that's if that's if plagiarism is just copying it, you know, that's on one end of the spectrum, and on the other side maybe is you know looking at it from the frame of when you paint you're using materials that you didn't make from scratch, you know, you're buying these this existing paint pigment and uh you know making something completely new from it but you didn't make it completely from scratch there's other people's work going into that as well so like that's on the other end of the spectrum and ai art is kind of somewhere in the middle but i'm inclined to put it a little bit more towards plagiarism it's not plagiarism well it's all arbitrary it all comes down to the abilities of the entity you know it's not plagiarism if i do a perfect replica of a um uh, starry night because yeah, obviously I was influenced by the original work and then I had to do all this analog, very high skill work to like mix the paint correctly right. and years of skill for me to d- actually render it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all that stuff is just trivial to a machine. Right. So it's just, it's only because the entity in question, the machine, well, is better at doing it than you are. But that's, but like, I guess that's the, that's the question. Is there value in a machine learning to do this skill? Should we, like, because it's not an agent. It's not a conscious agent. I mean, according to, uh, not according to Blake Well, it's Lemoyne interesting because when you, when you use mid, mid-journey, you're interacting with a bot. It's not like you're on a Google-looking well, page with a search bar. You're in Discord, and you're interacting with the bot. You type the prompt you want. It returns an image, and then you can say, make more of them or change it in this way. And it's like you're having a conversation with an artist in a way. Well, and you're collabor- sure, you're but, kind of collaborating. But that's just an artifice. That's not, the bot is just a a, 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 a window into using yeah. the service available on the yeah, cloud yeah, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. It's for not- now. Soon it'll be Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah. Soon they'll add actual like AI chatbot functionality in there and then you're talking to... It'll be very weird. to the AI. Yes. And they're like, okay, so when you say a bird flying over a ship, do you mean like a 
big ship or like a little ship? Like this is the AI talking to you about it? Yeah. So, uh, so good to that. And then make that by voice. If we like combine these technologies. Yes. Because that's even scarier. Like it's one thing to say, all right, I work in a, I work in an auto factory or car factory and they're replacing my, you know, job screwing in these rivets with a, with a robot. Robotic arm. That's one thing. Another thing is saying, okay, you have this creative career. You thought you were safe from the AI for a while. But now, literally your entire job, like consultation, uh, sample work for, for inspiration or whatever, uh, you know, any other type of parameters that you would discuss with a person ahead of time, you can do with AI because we have these language AIs. And then we also have these art generating AIs. Yeah, so what even does that if, mean? E- even if AI doesn't achieve this like general sentience that we're that that is like far in the future and singularity, et cetera, et cetera. Even if we don't achieve that, it's like we're functionally going to achieve something very similar to it because of all these other systems that are coming together. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Well, it begs the question like what happens to artists? So right. does it mean that You've got it. I think it'll it'll stratify it. Like it'll make uh, it'll make it more dis- disparate. Like you'll have billionaires and impoverished people, mm. uh, so to speak. They'll, you'll have the artists or graphic designers who are only using these tools, and then you'll have the like the very high level, high highly skilled artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I mean, this. I guess uh, it's good to be one of them. <laughs> but there'll be few. There'll be so few of them, right? Yeah. Well. Uh, you know, as this uh, this is, was was a reply in the original tweet where someone kind of like whistle blew on this guy uh, bragging about his his achievement. Uh, Omni Morpho on Twitter says, "We're watching the death of artistry unfold right before our eyes." Um, even high skilled jobs, you know, you're saying, "Oh, there will be some high skilled artists," but like even those guys, I mean, maybe there'll be like a handful. You know, like well, literally under well, the ten. The thing you have to think about though is the convergence or the uh, like homogenization of of art because right now all of these generators are using a data set that is virgin that is created by humans all of the all of the info that's feeding them mm-hmm. was photographs taken by humans art pieces drawn by humans but now that millions of pieces are coming out as output from these generators that means the internet at large is is growing in its proportion of stuff that was made by robots Mm -hmm. right and so if that continues to expand to the point where like half the stuff on the internet was made by robots yeah then when the next the next ai is programmed and fed into it is outputs from robots it'll become more and more like it's self-referential yeah this is this was horst i was talking to him before as well and he specifically asked me to bring this up like he he likened it to re-encoding videos the more that you re-encode the same video file the more the quality degrades so it's like, eventually, are these AI art generators just going to be, you know, feeding off themselves again and again and again until it's just like a blurry mess? Uh, so I guess no, like, I don't think that. I think I, I mean like stylistically. Like to me, I liken it as um, I. Th- this is a pet theory. Well, I guess of mine. it won't. It won't exact. Sorry, it won't like. Yeah, it won't be the same as like the resolution is worse. But maybe it would be like um, Hollywood taking over the world, and all film is just like. Every movie has to be like an MCU right. movie, or everyone has to do their makeup like Kim Kardashian because we all now we all use Instagram and right. we all look at that one celebrity and we all want that face. Yeah. So then all the data will just make this kind of art. So therefore, maybe the last remaining highly skilled artists will be the wackiest artists who are making the most original kind of stuff because it just looks so different from what is generated from the AI. You know what? It might actually happen is uh, Carsonization. Car- carcinization. Cancer? Nope. Carcinization. 
What is it? It's the phenomenon of uh, that uh, the the phenomenon wherein uh, organisms, multiple branches of organisms on evolutionary pathways, uh, all become crabs. <laughs> <laughs> this is a meme. Yeah, I heard of that. <laughs> uh, like we're we're going back to crab. Animals keep evolving into crabs, and scientists, well, this one says scientists don't know why, but they do know why. It's because it's like a advantageous, that's the word, in some way. Um, so maybe, like, you know, we'll have the equivalent of uh, of everything going back to crab. All AIs eventually, all AI music generators eventually create crab rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, we didn't even, well, I mean, real quick. Uh, this isn't like entirely a new phenomenon. They've been doing this with with music for some time now, uh, in that they feed in music to an AI. It generates like melodies and rhythms and stuff. And in some cases, it generates the audio directly, but most of the time, it doesn't sound very good. So what they'll do instead is they'll feed music into, like they'll say, we want a Jimi Hendrix style song. They'll feed a million Jimi Hendrix songs to an AI, and it'll make MIDI data or like sheet music, and then the humans will recreate it. With like, and in some cases they like it write li- writes lyrics and everything as well. But then humans will. Do other people it. share my opinion that I'm less bothered by this? I think this is less bothersome, and the reason is popular music can't get any worse. Exactly. I I think that I think that music is. I mean, that's a whole nother discussion. I feel like we probably shouldn't get into it. No, it doesn't bother me that much. But I will say that like, you know, it seems like with music, human generated art will human generated music will always be more important to people i don't think like i think because i think part of that is like sort of the personality the cult of personality around like an artist if you like like their music you're gonna be like wow i kind of want to listen to more of their music yeah. and if it's an ai the ai is gonna have to generate some very personal histories in the lyrics yeah like are people gonna go to a concert no, because li- music live music by- is already differentiated from recorded music. You go right. to see live music. It's, you go, it's you go better. to see the phenomenon of this. Well, but then in in the in the age of EDM, people you don't go there to see that. You're live. not going you go to there see to the do performance, drugs. sure. <laughs> but but I mean, like you know, more people are going to a show by I don't even know what the big EDM guy is now, but like a few years ago, maybe it was Dead Mouse. Like people go to the show because it's oh, it's it's that guy that I like. And not because the music is particularly really good. It's because you liked a few of their mu- their tracks, and so now it, like you have this idea in their in your head. Yeah, but we're but not going to do that for AI. No, one, no one's. You mean for art? Like no one's going. Or maybe it will. I mean, VTubers are a thing. Uh, Miku Miku from uh, Vocaloid or whatever. There's these like you know uh, virtual idols in Japan and whatnot. They go on stage as a hologram. They're dancing. People are like, ah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of this idol person. Wow. Oh. And if it was just an AI, but at the same, but at the end of the day, if you really wanted like a distinct sound, there would have to be some sort of human input. But that's not even true. I take it back. Well, actually, because w- far in the future, maybe there is like an AI that was like tuned with specific parameters, and people are like, "I'm a fan." Or you just of randomize. You randomize the parameters. Like there, part of uh, stability diffusion is you can you can make derivative products with it. Yeah. As long as the license gets passed down, you can make derivative products, and you can tune some parameters. Such that the art that it creates is more of a certain style. For sure. And there's there's commercial services that do that. Like Soundful. I just found this like right before we Art came to- Breeder. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of services like this, but like Soundful, you know, you start in there, you you uh you know, you you, you choose a genre, you customize it, you like choose a beat, you choose some instruments. They're all pre recorded, pre done, 
and then you can like you know put it together and make something like, quote unquote new. You could make like a nine inch nails AI. You're like he really loves this mode and this interval. Use these instruments yeah. and whatever it puts out will sound nailsy. Exactly, exactly. And the same thing could happen with visual art too. Oh man. And if that's just randomized, people could become fans of certain certain AIs that they really like their style. Right. Okay, so last question, and then we're done. I know you really, really hate this. It's James, you want to go. I got to get out of here. Um, what do you think should be the situation? What should we head towards as a society uh, when it comes to like AI-generated art? Should, th- should, should we respect AI-generated art as like, you know, on a, on a somewhat equal playing field? Or oh. should it be like, it sh- should it be as as um, denormalized or despecialized as, you know, I don't know, some 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 commodity that you can like mass produce no problem. I generally think uh, like the technology is here, so deal with it. Kind of approach like there's no we shouldn't be trying to stop this or slow it down. We mm-hmm. have to just adapt. The toothpaste is out of the tube for a lot of this stuff in terms of. They already made this AI. They already scraped these copyrighted images. Sorry, Getty. Mm. Um, but in terms of how we conceptualize it, how we think of it, um, I think that it is similar to VFX. You watch a movie, has great VFX. You're like, wow, that was very enjoyable to watch. Or, and then you watch another movie and you go, yeah, that wasn't that crazy. But, you know, they did all the stunts. That's real. That was all practical. He actually climbed that building. He actually jumped from that train. Right. When you know that a human did it, you give it this extra love, like it gets, it earns your respects in, in this other layer. I think we're just gonna have to do with art. Hey, that's a nice painting. And wow, a human did that from scratch? That's amazing. I don't <laughs> see that that oh, often. Oh, you're gonna, you, you think the, the, the norm is going to be like AI art is ubiquitous and it's, it's everything, but then when there's something extra special. Yeah, because this just, this is like anything else. This is democratizes art more. You know, I, I suck at drawing, but now I can make this so I can it's like making music on your laptop so it's going to be everywhere it's going to take over I don't think it's like making music on your laptop because when because for, for that it's like okay somebody else recorded an instrument and gave you all this data that you can then manipulate using MIDI files everywhere okay? you see stock photos today you're gonna see AI generated art when sure, I make a Squarespace that, website I'm gonna use original as original a, as AI a descript- generated art as a descriptive reality yes that's that's going to be true but I think I'm saying that uh, you know, from a normative framework, it's not, this is not the same as using like, uh, oh, it's been a while since I did, since I meddled in uh, electronic music making, I forget what the actual files are called, but like the digital sounds, you're using a digital sound of a trombone and you press a key and it makes the sound, the trombone sound for that note. That's completely different because you're still generating the data. You're yeah, okay. still doing it by hand, right? I think that with AI art, it should be the case that if you are an artist and you want your art to be included in these models, you can submit them to the database and there should be a requirement that they uh, you know, pay you royalties. And I know that the copy, like our copyright system has lots of problems. It is not perfect. And that, like this is going to go along with a much needed, you know, reform of how we deal with copyright in general in the West. We might just get rid of it. Just go more China style. It's just like it's irrelevant now. The pace of Maybe. innovation is just so fast. that it, it, it. Well, I think that it's going to be it's going to be that way for a while as we're in the Wild West here. But I think that in a few years, as this becomes more and more normalized, there's going to be people asking for 
you know, to save artists in some way because they don't make if, money already. If this is going, if this continues with no regulation, artists are out of a job. They're dead. Rip. Rip. And rip to this episode because James. <sighs> I just like to give you you're the last good, word. You're good. You want the last word. That's the last word. It's rip. <laughs> you took it, actually. So that's your word. My last word is. Thanks for watching TalkLink. We'll, we'll be back. We can't have these go too long. Rip Riley. Subscribe to TechLinked. Subscribe to They're Just Movies. <laughs> See you later. Thank you for having me. <laughs>